Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hey guys, I'm Nick. I'm an addict. My queen date is May 15th, 2020. I'm from Bradenton, Florida, which is the Suncoast area of Narcotics Anonymous. And my home group is Get to Steppin', and we meet on Thursday nights at 8.15. Today I'm going to be reading May 17th, Love for Unity's Sake. Unity depends on our willingness to keep coming from love, even when that seems like the hardest thing to do. Guiding principles, tradition to spiritual principles. Why is coming from love so difficult sometimes? Practicing the principle of unity in all our affairs and coming from a place of love while doing it so often seems to require superhuman powers. Sometimes coming from love is hard because a friend has truly wronged us or hurt someone else we love. Or maybe it's the members who stole money from the group or the one who gossips constantly. Or a newcomer from a treatment program uses language from another fellowship. Or at dinner after the meeting, that guy is chewing with his mouth open. Again. At other times, coming from love is a challenge because we know we are right. Yet our group's conscience runs counter to this indisputable fact. There's no way in hell that our collective higher power is being expressed through that ridiculous decision. We want to throw a chair across the room or break down in tears of frustration. Clearly, coming from love may not be our first reaction to most any distraction. The good news is that we're teachable. We can learn to empathize with others, to trust group conscience, and to let go of our desires to control everyone and everything. The more we're able to absorb this lesson and practice unconditional love, the more relief we experience from our anger and self-righteousness. Tradition, too, reminds us that the group conscience is expressed through a loving higher power. To support this idea, we've heard members say, We're acting out of either love or fear. Maybe it's not always quite that simple, but as we grow, we come to understand how critically unity is to our own recovery, and we become willing to examine whether a chosen action squares with the spiritual principles. Even at an emotional breaking point, it is possible to ask myself, am I coming from a place of love? Today I will take a moment to breathe before opening my mouth, clicking send, or throwing a chair. Thanks for letting me share. In today's episode, we'll discuss the spiritual principle of day reading with our guest, Mike L. Hey, Mike, welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. I'm glad you can make it, bro. So, Mike, can you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings? Can you yeah. give your home group a shout out? 
Absolutely. Uh, so my clean date is uh, May 1st, 2014. And my home group is the Journey Within Group, Narcotics Anonymous. We focus on uh, the 11th step. It's kind of a kind of a different dynamic. So we uh, we have the chairperson that reads for about 10 minutes and then we do a 10 minute 10 minute meditation after that. And it's a really cool, really cool meeting just to get focused and centered. Oh, nice. OK. All right. Good. And so, look, we're going to transition to the reading. Could you share your thoughts on love for unity's sake? So, you know what, Douglas, when I when I first read this, um, there was a couple things I wanted to share about. But the one, I think the, the main thing I wanted to share about was when you get in a relationship in Narcotics Anonymous, it it's not guaranteed that both people are going to stay clean. You know what I mean? Mm. And um, so my wife and I, we'd been we'd been married about four years. We'd been together about five or six. And, and my wife had gone back out. And, um, you know, and I, and I'd had some relapse or some experience relapse prior to that with myself. And the hardest thing to do was to come from a place of love and, and come from a place of empathy. Mm. Um, and, and I fought it and I, and I resisted it. And, you know, there's, there's even times when, you know, she came, she came home and she was under the influence. And, you know, there was a time where you know, we have a 14 foot island where she cooks, right? And she's a and she's a wonderful cook. I just want to put that out there, by the way. Right. And, right? <laughs> because and, she's listening. You know, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so so you know, and I and I man, from square inch to square inch, I clean that um that entire counter off, right? Um, which was not coming from a place of love, which was not coming from a place of empathy. Um, and, and in fact, not only did I not come from a place of empathy or love, but, but I built shame in our relationship. Right. And, um, mm. and I didn't, and I didn't really think about the fact that, you know, every time she was drinking or using, um, the shame, the shame was enough that she was building herself. Right. Um, and when I finally came to this place of acceptance and this place of love, and, and I really started supporting my wife, um, that's when things really started to change. Right. And, um, you know, I was able to, um, accept her for what she was going through. Um, you know, thank God she'll be coming up on hopefully a year this April. Right. And, um, and, and I'm extremely grateful about that, but, you know, so, so when I read this reading, it, it, it kind of punched me in the mouth. Right. Um, and, and there's a, there's a passage right here that says clearly, Coming from love may not be our first reaction to most any distraction. The good news is that we're teachable. And, and what I mean by that is there, there was a person that said to me, so, so you're telling me that your, you know, your wife uses a couple of days a month. And that's what you've been focusing on, right? And, and so, so the 28 days of the month, can you recognize that? Right. And can you and can you love her for those 28 days of the month and maybe roll into some acceptance? for those two days a month where she, where she kind of falls back. Right. And maybe love and support her there too, and encourage her that she can get better. Right. And, and so I think that was, that was like a real teachable moment for me is, you know what, I can come from a place of love and I can focus on the positives and I can focus on the good things that she was doing. Um, and Mike, let me dig in on this, man, because yeah. my, you know, I think this is, and thank you for having the courage to, to, to talk about this. And this is a very, um, this is common. Right. Yeah. I mean, like we see this and, and um, you know, I want you to know that, you know, my two sons, they're, they're 14 and 12. Um, 
so I met their mom. We, we both had like a year or two clean, uh, you know, data got married, had two kids. And then, um, you know, right after, right after she had, had our youngest, um, relapsed and went on a really fucked up run man, for, right. for a couple of years. And bro, I, I think it was, it was 10 months or 14 months, you know, that, that, that we stayed together after she relapsed and, you know, trying to make it work. And I went fucking crazy, Mike. Yeah. I went absolutely crazy, bro. Absolutely. And when you're talking about, um, when you're talking about that acceptance piece and then you started to, to be able to, to say, okay, Hey, look, let me have this acceptance. Let me have this love piece bro. I wasn't able to do it, man. I, we, yeah. we got divorced and here's the cool thing. Here's the cool thing. She, she has about seven years. I spoke on her three year anniversary for, her, you know, and so, mm. so I want the listeners to know if you're in a, a, in an impossible situation, if it seems impossible right now, it's not always going to, it can get better. It can get different. You know, um, uh, how, how our one, our one friend in new Orleans says like, Hey, I work on me and thing and you get better, you know, that, 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 that type of perspective, bro. So, so my question to you is this is like, and I'm glad that you were able to, to navigate that with her and in, in, in that process. Could, could you tell us what the, what does the action items look like when you, when you go from, Hey man, I'm, I'm fucking beating you up with my words. I'm throwing shit around the house. These are all things I did, you know, so, I, so you know, you and me both. Yeah, brother. So how do we get, so, so what was that? What's the specific action, man? Like how, what does acceptance look like in that? What does love look like, you know, in that situation? Because our listeners, it may not be, it, you know, it may not be their spouse. It may be their son. It may be their yeah. best friend. It may be, you know, what, whatever it is. What does those actions look like, Mike? So, you know what, Douglas, first of all, I'm not perfect. Right. And, and, and when I start thinking that just because I have some recovery, um, you know, I'm not better than, right. Like I'm a heartbeat away from being in that position myself. If I, if I, if I quit choosing to do what's healthy, if I, if I quit choosing to like take suggestions and continue to work on my recovery, the other action item was, um, it's surrender. Right. And, and I, and I really believe like the, it works how and why it talks about it. It's a, it's a heartfelt decision, right? Knowing, knowing that I'm fallible. Number one is a human being. I'm fallible. No matter what's going to happen, I'm fallible. I'm going to be in the wrong as well. But knowing that I have a higher power to turn to where I can get some guidance and direction uh, that will help me come to this place of truth and love, knowing that I can, uh, that I can rely on my support group that, that is going to give me direction to help me to come from a place of truth and love. Does that make sense? Yeah, bro. So were you, were, were you going to, um, like, were, were you sharing about some specifics at meetings? Were, were you, or, or did you feel like, hey, this is, this is a little bit clouded because, you know, she's in the recovery community too. You know, like, how, how, how do we go from that? Hey, fuck, man, this, this major thing's happening in my life. Where can, you know, where can I turn? How, how do I, you know, get help? What did that look like? So that's a, that's a great question. I kept it out of the rooms, number one, right? Um, I kept it out of the rooms because, you know, the rooms offer a great means of support for a lot of things. But as you know, the rooms could also be a rumor, like a gossip, a gossip room, right? Sure. Yeah. You know, people start talking. And, and so, so I kept my, I kept my, um, my circle really, really tight. And, and I leaned on um, my tribe, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the ones, the ones that I could, uh, really trust and the ones that I knew that were not coming from a place of judgment, but they were coming from a place of love. 
and I leaned on them heavily and I kept talking about it. And not only did I, I didn't have to focus on her part all the time. What I did is I, is I focused on, on my part, my actions, what, what can I do better to help her get through this? Mm. And, um, and at the end of the day, man, um, I love my wife. Right. And, and I think that's what really got me through was, was absolute love. Right. And, um, and when, and when I follow love and I, and I, and I follow my heart, um, only, only good things happen. And, and when I'm not, and when I'm not following my heart, I'm acting out of fear. Hmm. You know, if I'm not acting from a place of love, I'm coming from a place of fear. And do you, and, do you, do you, do you still have seasons to where, um, like maybe we'll, we'll even look at it as like a, on a group level or you're sitting in your business meeting and, and, uh, kind of like what we're talking about here in the ring. It's like, what the fuck are these people thinking, you know, making the vote in this way or, you know, deciding this way, or if you're kicking it with your friends and, 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 or sponsee and they're, they have this train of thought and, and you have this thought of like, what are you, you know, you almost want to say, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you thinking, you know, why are you thinking that? What, what, what's going on here? Uh, how, how, how do you kind of put Mike in check and say, all right, bro, this is coming from a, a place to where like, hey, I want to fix, manage, I want to control, you know, this is definitely Mike's will, not the HP's will. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a checks and balance system in place? Man, I am not good at area service, dude. Okay. So. <laughs> hey, and I want to look before you jump into that, I want the listeners to know Mike is he's a tank. He is a tank. He's he's the guy that you do not want to have throw a chair at the meeting right he, that's the guy you don't want to so go ahead bro so, <laughs> so I'll, I'll be you know i'll be sitting at area service man and i gotta i gotta tell you man and, and this is not so long ago right that um there was this gal that was in area service she was just going on and on and on and on and on right like like it's like 9 30 10 o'clock at night it's on a friday night right i'm ready to go home i'm ready to get out of there everybody's ready to wrap it up and she's droning on something that's important to her right mm-hmm not important to me, man. And I, you know, I had to go clean this up because I kind of, I yelled out of the side of my neck, boring. Right. And (laughs) right. Like, like, come on, man, let's keep moving along. Let's keep going. And, uh, you know, and I, you know, when it's wrong, because when I, when I went home and I laid my head down, right. Like I was thinking about that, like, Mm. like that was kind of, that was kind of an asshole move. Right. Mm. And, um, you know, and I had to go, I had to go clean that up, man. And, uh, so yeah, I, Sometimes I get a frustration tolerance, like at area service, man. But at the end of the day, man, people's voices need to be heard. And in and, and, and Narcotics Anonymous, there's a platform for that, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and and what may be important to somebody else may not be important to me, but that doesn't matter. I don't matter in that in that case, right? Um, and I think that that's an important, <laughs> it's an important learning lesson, right? Like, just just shut up and listen, Mike, right? And And I think at the end of the day, just don't be a dick. Right. Let's put that on a sticky note and kind of put that in the rear view mirror. Isn't it? It's like, Hey, just let's try not to be a dick today. Just try not to be, let's just try to keep it simple, man. Just like, like a, 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 sometimes that's, that's as simple as it comes. Like when I wake up in the morning, okay, Mike, we're just going to try not to be a dick today. We're just going to roll with it and, and, uh, and just try to be a good human being. Hey man, look, I I tell you, Mike, it, it, it was really cool. Um, we got to hang out a, uh, a couple of weeks ago um, yeah. going hiking in Sedona and stuff like that. And just really, and so you, the way you carry yourself, your personality and, and, and the, the freedom that you have, 
bro, it is recognizable. Uh, people feel it when they're around you. Um, so, so I just want to take me continue doing, doing what you're doing. Let me ask you this one final question. We're going to wrap up the episode. Um, we look at the italics at the bottom of the page is talking about, Hey, you know, I'm going to take a moment to breathe before, you know, doing some, some stuff. It, if we have some listeners here who, who are saying, Hey, look, man, I just can't get to that place. Like event happens. I react event happens. I react. I can't get that, that couple seconds. I can't get that breath to, to change from reaction to responding to a situation. Could, could you speak to them for a couple of seconds, man? And, and, you know, how, how do we get from I'm reacting, I'm reacting to, all right, let me, you know, now I can respond. Could, could you add something to that? That's exactly what I was going to say. Just breathe, baby. Right. Just breathe. And, and, and sometimes, and, and to know that, you know, you're, you're worth much more than throwing that chair and you're, and, you're worth treating yourself better and coming from a place of love, right? You know, it, it takes a lot more energy to pick up that chair and throw it across the room than it does than to just breathe and be like, you know what, mm. I'm just going to accept this situation for what it is. And I know it seems hard for those listeners out there, but you know, at the end of the day, you're worth so much more than picking up that chair. Right. And, and, and I truly believe that your higher power has so much in store for you. If you just come from a place of love and understanding and peace. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm -hmm.